Could family genetics be a reason that no matter what we try, we still can't lose the fat and inches from our problem areas? To learn more, we spoke to Dr. Brian Strand from Sonobello. While some people can eat everything and stay thin, others diet and exercise daily and still pack on fat and inches to their problem areas. It's not your fault. It can be genetics. If you struggle to lose the fat from your tummy, love handles, thighs, and back, you're likely battling your family genetics. The good news is we have an answer. Sonobello uses a remarkable technique called microlaser fat removal. In one comfortable visit, the fat in your hardest places to lose is gone permanently. Stop wrestling with your family genes and lose the fat permanently. And right now, you can save $250. The results are life-changing. Do this for you. Don't wait. Visit sonobello.com slash save. sonobello.com slash save. sonobello.com slash save. Love getting prices that are lower than low on food that's fresher than fresh? Then shop at Kroger. We give you more ways to save on the fresh you love with tools like the Kroger app, where you can find personalized coupons on top of weekly sales, giving you prices that are lower than the everyday low. Kroger, fresh for everyone. It's the big $10 sale. So mix and match and get two, three, four, five, or even 10 for $10 with your card. So many great deals. Kroger, fresh for everyone. All hit radio. Welcome to the X Zone. A place where fact is fiction and fiction is reality. Now, here's your host, Rob McConnell. Welcome to the Exxon, everyone. My name is Rob McConnell, and for the next four hours, I'm your host and your guide as together we cross the time-space continuum to this place that I call the Exxon. It's a place where people dare to believe and dare to be heard. It's a place where fact is fiction and fiction is reality. The Exxon comes to you Monday through Friday from 10 p.m. Eastern until 2 a.m. Eastern. Then the show is repeated in its entirety from 2 until 6 on the all-new Exxon Broadcast Network and Talk Star Radio Network. If you'd like to give us a call worldwide, toll-free, 1-800-610-7035. Once again, that's toll-free worldwide, 1-800-610-7035. My email address, xzone at xzoneradiotv.com. On MSN Messenger, xzoneradiotv at hotmail.com. And our website, www.xzoneradiotv.com. Now, exciting news. If you'd like to listen to the X-Zone anywhere as long as you've got internet access, at any time of day or night, any month of the year, we are now streaming live 24 hours a day at www.xzonetv.com. 
My first guest tonight is Ben Abba. He is an experienced security consultant for various financial institutions. And one day he used his unique skills in finding fraudsters to uh, locate the oldest people alive. Now, to his shock and amazement, he found several people living among us that are over 250 years old, and a few that were over 1,000 years old. Ben is now sharing his experiences with these remarkable super centurions uh, within this world that we live in. He's currently co-authored a book with Dr. Dwayne Dyer titled Wake Up, Life, Live the Life You Love, Wake Up Mom, Mom, Moments of Inspiration. Wow, that was a real tongue twister. Let me try this one again. Wake Up, Live the Life You Love, Wake Up Moments of Inspiration, and will soon be releasing his book on his research about the oldest super centurions that he has found entitled Secrets to an Immortal, an eyewitness account of 2,800 years of history. Joining me now is Ben Abba. And Ben, welcome to the X-Zone. 2,500 years old? No, 2,800 years old. 2,800 years old. It's a great honor to be with you tonight, Rob. It's my great pleasure. Uh, And I've got to tell you something. Um, where do these people live if they are that old? Like, you know, I, I consider 100 years old to be to be very, very old, but you've actually found people that were over 1,000 years old? Yes, and, and one of the things that's kind of unique is these people have blended into our society so well, you can't really distinguish them from a, a typical senior citizen. And that's kind of the, the interesting and shocking details I found as I was uh, going through this research. What made you What made you uh, decide to start checking into the age of people? What was the catalyst? Uh, many years ago, about in the uh, late 80s, uh, early 90s, a gentleman, a, f- a fellow co-worker, dropped a tape off on my desk mm-hmm. called Dead Doctors Don't Lie. It's by a Dr. Walsh who, as a hobby, was researching the obituaries of our health givers, you know, doctors, surgeons, mm-hmm. nurses, and noticed a pattern that they were dying at a younger age. So I decided right there, if we should be modeling our life after our health givers, who should we be modeling our life after? And so then I started a, a personal quest to, to find people in my family and friends and then expand it out from there of who were living longer and healthier lives and see what they were doing to, to survive that long. And as the more I researched, the more older and older people I was finding and the better health they were living, surprisingly. What is the oldest, or who is the oldest person that you have found so far in your investigation? How old is how old are they? I should ask. He is almost two thousand eight hundred years of age. Uh, they didn't have calendars back mm-hmm. then, so they used events. And according to the events I have, uh, he, that's about how old he, he should be. Now you're talking about a, a person that is. That age, in actuality, we're not talking about past life regression. We're actually talking his physical age is over 2,800 years. Exactly. And I'm saying that I believe he's the oldest or or the second oldest that's living among us today. Ben, you and I have to take a commercial break. Don't you dare go away. This is going to be a very interesting hour. Ben Abba is our special guest. www.benabba.com Gosh, and I was feeling old at 55. My name is Rob McConnell. This is the Exxon. Ben and I will be back on the other side of this commercial break as we continue live from our studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada, right here on the all-new Exxon Broadcast Network and the Talk Star Radio Network.
We all have that friend who wakes up early to go get everyone McDonald's breakfast while the rest of us sleep in. This is your sign to thank them. And if you're that friend, this is us saying thank you. Now get a sausage McMuffin, sausage biscuit, sausage burrito, or hash browns. Choose two for $2.50. Enjoy a large iced coffee for just $2. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Single item at regular price. Hi, I'm Flo from Progressive. Being a baseball fanatic like me can be stressful. It's not all sports points and touchdowns. So Progressive is going to help you take your mind off your team for a moment. Instead of thinking about how they missed that goal point score, think about the Name Your Price tool from Progressive letting you choose coverage options based on your budget. Unlike your team that missed the end zone net area. Well, anyway, hope this distraction about Progressive's Name Your Price tool was helpful. It sure kept me from thinking about all those penalty balls. Yay, sports! Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Two thousand eight hundred years old. My good lord. Ben Abba is our special guest. www.benabba.com. Ben, tell me more about this incredible living. Uh, the, is the person still alive? Oh yes, very much so. And in, in fact, we've been in constant contact. Uh, you know, I don't uh, pick up the phone, and call him every day, but sure. yes, he's still alive. And I plan to make a visit to him shortly again. Tell us, tell us more about this fascinating person without breaking any confidentiality, if you could. Oh, there's so much to tell. We could we could spend uh, hours telling about him. Um, he's a gentleman living in around the Mediterranean Sea and uh, spent most of his life actually around that area. And as you well realize, that's where most of our Western civilization kind of grew up. So he had a chance to see a lot of the name droppers of history um, and a lot of what our culture has developed from. Uh, he also... Uh, today lives in an urban area in that around the Mediterranean, which is kind of a surprise to me. You'd think these people that lived quite long lives would be living in a cave somewhere, some desolate village, and there's a few that do live that are not as old as him, but he in particular lives in this urban area, and he very much enjoys it, and uh, lives among us looking like a senior citizen, typical good-looking senior citizen, I should say, and, and great vi- vitality for a senior citizen, and uh, has so much to tell that the stories are just phenomenal. And every time I talk to him, I learn something new. And um, the personal quest started just to find out how he survived. What the bonus was is his eyewitness accounts of, again, how our culture grew up and the people he met along the way, which are totally priceless, and actually added to his credibility because I was able to use that as some, say, circumstantial evidence to prove that he actually is at that age. How has he lasted and kept his health for 2,800 years, Ben? Well, I know us uh, Americans and Canadians alike like the short uh, five-second soundbite answers, and the answer, if I could have to put it in five seconds, is his programming. He is programmed not to die. He's programmed to live. And if you think about it very seriously, most of us have been programmed from birth to die at a certain age, either the age of our parents, age of our grandparents, 
or whatever society tells us. And if we start thinking about reprogramming ourselves to live a longer life, surprisingly, most of us mm-hmm. do. And that's exactly what happened with him is he was programmed from birth not to die but to extend his life. And, and now death is not even a thought for him. It's not even a concept. He doesn't even believe in death. He believes he's going to be on his planet as long as he still chooses. Excuse me, you know, forgive me for asking this, but how do you how do you know, Ben, that this guy is on the level that he's actually 2,800 years old? Well, this is the question I was expecting you to ask, and, and quite frankly, uh, I don't have a smoking gun to give you today. Mm-hmm. In fact, I don't think it's even possible that you could absolutely possibly prove that he's 2,800 years without doing a live dissection in front of a 1,000 scientists. But as I started read, listening to his stories and write, taking notes down, and I finally decided it was, his story was too incredible not to tell other people. I started uh, uh, going ahead and, and checking out some of his references, checking out some of the information mm-hmm. I already had, and it, um, it became very clear there's a, there's a lot of circumstantial evidence that surrounds this gentleman that suggests he has to be this age. And before uh, I get too far ahead, I went looking for him. He isn't somebody who goes around claiming to be an immortal or an old person. He actually is... is gone out of his way to hide his identity. He changes identity about every 150 years to hide who he really is. But I found him using my researching skills as that I use for my business, my uh, security business, and then I have some, let's just say, unconventional researching skills. So I, I tracked him down, and it took a lot of effort to get him to open up to me and start telling me some of his information once I presented him with some of the facts that I did know about him. Ben, if this gentleman is who he claims to be, and I'm not doubting you, don't uh, don't misunderstand me, he must have a wealth of artifacts that could collaborate any story that he has. He does have a few artifacts. I was not able to see them, the, the, the really good ones, as mm-hmm. to say, because they're locked up in a, in a Swiss vault somewhere, and I, that's one of the, the t- my goals is to go and get some photographs of them. But... Um, uh, he does have other information and other things about him that we can, uh, that we, some of what we can talk about tonight that uh, really do put him on the edge of being this, actually this person. And again, um, I had some data ahead of time that it allowed me to track him down and find out who he was with the suspicion that he was the oldest person on the planet. So wow. again, we're not going to have a smoking gun tonight, but we're going to have some very interesting information that came out of him that does prove that he, he's very knowledgeable of history, at the very least, and has an extraordinary amount of life and survival story mm-hmm. to tell that uh, is well worth it, even if we can't absolutely prove how old he really is. What, have you asked him what it's like to be 2,800 years old, and how does he deal with the ongoing loss of loved ones, friends, and, and watching history change day by day, day by day, for over 2,800 years? Well, that's a huge question there, Robin. And, you know, uh, that was one of the part of the things that was very fascinating about him. I tried to figure out what is his oldest memories are, and one of the things that I noticed, even from my uh, my youth, is very difficult to remember events. You know, I'm in uh, my 50s now, and remembering things back in my teenager years, sometimes some of them are, are kind of blurry. Um, so I asked him about his oldest memory, and his oldest memory was the loss of his youngest sister. And it's something that was a very difficult time of his life because he actually was in a fit of rage because of loss of his sister. 
um, which is something I'm going to go into a lot of details when I get the book released. But to make it real short, in the time he was living, the um, children, especially the daughters, were used basically as, um, you know, they're sold as slaves or sold to pay off debts or they were sold to, uh, to a rich family to better their future. And, um, you know, one day he comes home and there's no sister and the sister's gone and no one talks about it, will tell him what happened, and he's in, in a rage because he lost his younger sister who was very close to. And so there has been many times in his life where he's had a loss of people and loved ones. And I think he, what he mentioned about that event of his sister, he says, I know she's still alive, I just don't know where. So he hasn't accepted the fact that she really is dead, but that he's that she's somewhere that in, on the planet, but just doesn't know where he is. And that's how I think he treats loss of his, a lot of his lost ones, is um, he doesn't believe that they're death. In fact, he doesn't even go to their funerals. He just believes that they've moved on somewhere else and that uh, maybe someday they'll reconnect. So it's, it's a, a, a really unique way of handling a loss um, I, I know it's very difficult for all of us when we do a loss, but he's found a way that seems to help him through all these many losses in many years because, quite frankly, you've had to have many wives and many sure. relationships if you lived that long. And, and uh, he, he's told me about a few of them that were very important to him and, and uh, emotional to him. What is his most, his most amazing memory over 2,800 years? Well, this is the, the 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 memory that I can. I'm going to be able to tell you a few things about it, but I can't go into a lot of details. And I appreciate and that. I'll tell you why it. in a little bit. Sure. Um, Two thousand years ago, he was in Jerusalem, and he and as you know, there was a very famous person living in Jerusalem, and he had a six-year friendship with this person. And um, we by accident kind of hit on this a little bit. I didn't wasn't. It kind of caught me off guard. And then as I started uh, dwelling it, you could see the emotion building up within him, and I'm, and. I'm just getting goosebumps even talking about this story, but he's got a phenomenal six-year history with this gentleman, this very famous gentleman 2,000 years ago that uh, we all know about. And uh, the historical person is quite remarkable. In fact, I think his story is probably even better than what we hear about in the Bible, even though the Bible's got a lot of fantastic stories in it. What we don't know about this gentleman is, is pretty phenomenal as well. You know, I, I, I can't even imagine to feel how it would be sitting across the table or on the other end of a phone with someone that I knew was 2,800 years old, their walking history book. Um, is there any way to medically validate his claims, uh, for example, uh, a DNA test or, or any of these? Because if, if he is, and once again, you know, I, I've got to be a little skeptical here. If he is 2,800 years old, he holds the key to the fountain of youth, immortality. Oh, absolutely. Now, my background is as a scientist, so okay. I am extraordinarily anxious and trying, um, you know, work up to the point where I can mm -hmm. get an actual DNA sample and get it tested. I've got some labs ready to go. Um, just haven't been able to, you know, I, I don't want to go up and poke them with a needle sure. or anything and, and such. But, you know, to be honest with you, Rob, I don't know if the DNA will really prove that much other than maybe some of his background because we really don't. When you test something as a scientist, you've got to test it and compare it to something else. We call it a standard. Right. Um, we have different names for it. And we really haven't compared anybody over 100 years old um, DNA sample to somebody that's much older than 100 years old. So we don't know what the results will be. But I'm certainly curious, and I'm going to make every attempt to get it the next trip. Um, but. Uh, uh, you know, I was thinking that blood was the only thing that would be of value. I've, I've talked to Dr. Aubrey Gray, which I believe you know is a, 
very um, significant scientist in this field, and he says, go for the hair sample. And so I'm right. going to try to get a hair sample next time I'm over there, getting the spit in the bottle or something. But um, I, I really didn't um, push that issue. I was more interested in the stories and, again, how he survived. And then uh, now I'm going to kind of go for a little bit more evidence. But quite frankly, I don't think we can without an actual live, you know, dissection of the man in front of a thousand scientists because, to be honest with you, we, even if I came up with a DNA sample, maybe, you know, there, there's so many different ways to fake scientific data these days, I just, I feel almost it's fruitless. But for my own personal curiosity, I'm going to definitely do it, and I'll publish the results, and then anybody can take it what they what they want with a grain of salt. Why do you think that, uh, here's the question I'm going to ask you now, and I'd like you to answer this when we come back from the news break that I have to take right now. Why do you think okay. he wants to come clean with his story now and tell the world that he's 2,800 years old? Ben Abb is my special guest. Ben, stand by. I've got to take my news break. What an interesting story. Imagine that, talking to somebody 2,800 years old. My Lord. 1-800-610-7035 is toll-free worldwide. My email address is xzone at xzoneradiotv.com on MSN Messenger, xzoneradiotv at hotmail.com and our website, www.xzoneradiotv.com. Exxon TV is up and running seven days a week, 24 hours a day, 365 days of the uh, year. Exxon, Exxon, and more Exxon. My name's Rob McConnell, and I'm coming to you from our studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada, on the all-new Exxon Broadcast Network, and of course, our good friends on Talkstar. Don't go away, we'll be back after this break. Progressive presents Forest Metaphors about bundling your home and auto. In sports, three goals is a hat trick. And when you bundle your home and auto with Progressive, you get a hat trick of great savings and round-the-clock protection. So you might be thinking, wait, that's two things. A hat trick is three. But in this metaphor, great savings counts as two goals and so does round-the-clock protection. So it's like four goals and that's more than three. It's basic math. Forced Metaphors, presented by Progressive. Bundle and protect today. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Discount not available in all states or situations. Hi, I'm Flo from Progressive. Being a baseball fanatic like me can be stressful. It's not all sports points and touchdowns. So Progressive is going to help you take your mind off your team for a moment. Instead of thinking about how they missed that goal point score, think about the Name Your Price tool from Progressive letting you choose coverage options based on your budget. Unlike your team that missed the end zone net area. Well, anyway, hope this distraction about Progressive's Name Your Price tool was helpful. It sure kept me from thinking about all those penalty balls. Yay, sports! Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. My name is Michael Telstar, Canada's leading mentalist from Toronto, Ontario. Hi, my name is Blinda, and you're listening to my dad, Rob McConnell, on the Exxon. This is Psychic Dorothy from St. Catharines, and you're listening to Rob McConnell. Hello, my name is Holly Reeves, an astrologer from astro for You, and you're listening to Canada's number one paranormal radio show, The X-Zone, with Rob McConnell. Welcome to The X-Zone, a place where fact is fiction and fiction is reality. Now, here's your host, Rob McConnell.
in the next hour, Exonation X minus one, old time radio at its best. Uh, tonight's episode is the Castaway, hour number three. I'm going to be rebroadcasting at the request of the UFO community the interview that I did with Jason Lee exposing his alleged sighting as a hoax. That's in hour number three. And hour number four, Doug Elwell from Mysterious World joins me here tonight on the Exxon. My guest this hour is Ben Abba, and he's an experienced security consultant for various financial institutions. And the story that Ben is telling us can only be summed up in one word. Amazing. Imagine finding someone who is over 2,800 years old. And because of your experience as a scientist and as a security consultant, an experienced security consultant, you're able to use your background and your training to the best of your ability, validate these claims. Ben is the author of Secrets of an Immortal, an eyewitness account of 2,800 years of history. And his website is www.benabba.com. Dot com and and Ben before we went to the commercial break I asked you why this gentleman who is two thousand over two thousand eight hundred years old wants now to have his identity known as well as the fact that he is over two thousand eight hundred years old. Well, the answer to that question is he does not want his identity known. In fact, this is something that's very similar to the fictional. Uh, immortals like the ones in the Highlander that you mentioned. Is mm-hmm. he is obsessed with hiding his identity? I basically am, am put pressing the issue, and that's why he was very reluctant to even speak with me. And then after I uh, earned his trust, started to open himself up. And, then, and I came with to him with, I know you are older than you claim to be, and this is some information. And then he eventually opened up and, and collaborated with the information I had and gave me some more. So he's, at this point, not wanting to reveal his identity. He's pretty obsessed about it. However... We are getting into a modern-day age where it's almost impossible to travel these days without lots and lots of documentation. In fact, exactly. our society, our governments are getting obsessed with identity. And I think part of my um, purpose in life, and it's starting to feel this way, is since I'm an identity consultant, mm-hmm. more so of, of preventing uh, identity theft, that maybe my purpose in life is to uh, bring him out in the open in such a way he can travel freely and he can uh, maybe be considered acceptable to living among us because how in the world would you uh, travel around with a, a, say, a driver's license today, you've got 200, 250 years of age, get pulled over by a cop, they're going to throw you in jail for, uh, for having false ID. They're not going to believe it. No one would. But if it gets to the point where these people are kind of commonly known, maybe they will open up to us and maybe some of them will get their actual uh, ages on their driver's license and uh, feel like they're being accepted by society except for instead of being hunted by society. How has he maintained different identities for so long, over 2,800 years? Has it, why hasn't someone caught on before now? He said that um, in the last 2,000 years, a few of his wives kind of were suspicious and a couple of his children, but no one has really picked it up. And, and basically he just goes from, uh, I'd say, one side of the Mediterranean Sea to the other every 150 years and assumes another identity. That's um, almost a common technique we use today. There's a lot of people out there that assume the role of a dead person or some, they just make up an ID and, mm-hmm. and just find a way to get the community to accept them with that new name. And then they move on from there, and then they grow and, 
and become part of the community. Eventually they're accepted, and then they have now a new identity that they live under for quite a while. Do you ever? Th- do you think he'll ever divulge his secret to immortality? Do I ever think he would evolve, uh, it, divulge it? it? Yes. Um, he kind of, it, again, it took a lot of effort to get it out of him, but uh, once I pushed a few buttons, and, and again, it, the biggest part was gaining his trust. He, I don't know if you're aware of this, but until quite recently, maybe in the last 50, 75 years, somebody that stepped out of society was often um, criticized, attacked, sometimes burned at the stake as a witch or a heretic. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, that's, if there's any fear in his life, it's the fear of being discovered. Of being and having these, you know, abilities, and, and actually, it's not really ability it's so much. It's 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 just he has the knowledge and the wisdom, and whether it be intentional or accidental, to survive this long. And 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 but because of he's he's so unusual, because what because we're saying it's amazing that somebody's this long, yet we've had stories, ancient stories of people living hundreds of years. And and but today's society is considered you know, almost. Uh, uh, an outcast if you lived longer than 125 years. So it, it's like it, it took a lot of effort to get this out of information out of them, but once I did, it all made sense. And that's why I'm now putting together books where I can collaborate mm-hmm. with other people who have made similar discoveries from other, from other uh, say, me- media or me- means of scientific discovery or other people who have had similar experiences. Now, you say that you've discovered people who are over 100 years old, 250 years old, several people. And that a few that were over a thousand years old, and and then you've got this gentleman somewhere in the Mediterranean who's over two thousand eight hundred years. Are what is the common string between all these people? I mean, besides well, the one, age, one of there's about about five things that that uh, connect them all together. One of them, and this is, it's going to be controversial, but it's going to it's the truth, and that is they all have a common belief in a creator, mm-hmm. somehow, some way in their teachings, and. It may not be the same, they're all at the same religion, they don't have the same religious background, but they all have a common belief in a creator. They also have uh, found a way to eat a, a lighter, simpler diet. Um, case in point, uh, Barbara Walters did a special on how to live to 150 years of age. Mm-hmm. And in that special, she had these group of people, people they, they call themselves the CRDs, the calorie-restricted diet people. And um, they claim, in this a special by Barbara Walters that eating less food allows them to extend their lives. Well, it just so t- it turns out that all these people that I found over 250 years of age and make and made some contact with one form or another are have a similar diet diet plan. They eat very little, they eat just enough, and it's almost like they're starving to death. They it seems like to to, to, the, uh, to me that they they eat one day what I eat one meal, so mm-hmm. to speak. So I think that's another common thing I've, I've noticed and discovered about them. Um, and then again, there's this programming issue with um, their belief system. They believe that they can live longer. And, and one of the things I've noticed when I start incorporating this belief into my own life is your language patterns change. And one of the things that um, you will notice uh, other people, I don't know if you remember John Denver very much. Oh, sure. This I is the guy that. I could talk about because... He um, always told his friends, I'm going to die in my plane, I'm going to die in my plane, I'm going to die in my plane. Well, mm-hmm. guess what? He, he died in his plane. Uh, his plane crashed off the California coast and he died. Mm-hmm. Well, if you start using uh, patterns about living, instead of saying, I'll die for uh, uh, a piece of chocolate cake, I'll live longer for a piece of ch- uh, chocolate cake, all of a sudden you've got this language pattern change. And I notice these people all have that language pattern. They don't say, about, I'm going to die for this, I'm going to 
you know, I'm going to hurt for this, I'm going to kill for this. They're going to, I'm going to live longer for this. And it, and I noticed the pattern changes in my own life started to change as I started, and it's subtle, that's a very subtle changes, but it started changing as you start incorporating some of these teachings into your own life. Apparently there's some evidence that you'd like to talk to us about uh, pertaining to to this this case that we're talking about that is in Toronto, Ontario. Tell me about that. Yes. Well, one of the things I started to do as I was researching these people and going out there is, is I found that there's a lot of information that's just well not, not well known and um, that, in a sense, is circumstantial evidence that mm-hmm. these people really do exist. And one of the most extraordinary pieces of information was a story about a gentleman named Li Ching Young, who in 1933 died in, in China at the age of 256 years of age. The article, that did the, the two uh, newspapers that did the research on this was the New York Times and the Toronto Star. Excuse me, Toronto Star. Mm-hmm. And uh, I didn't see the Toronto Star article, but I'm told it exists. I did get the copy of the New York Times off the Internet, and it does exist, and it talks about their research, and they found some records that pointed this gentleman was living 256 years of age even though he was only claiming to live 197. So I guess he was lying about his age all along to pick up younger chicks, too, like the rest of us. But uh, for the most part, he was, according to their records that they could find, he was nearly 256 years of age when he died. And, and if, if you go to the Toronto Star, if, I don't know where their archives are, mm-hmm. you should be able to find a copy of that article that they did with their, with their investigation. Tell us, uh, tell us more about some of the other people that you've been able to track down who are well over... Up. Are, are who are well over. Anyway, the, the point I was trying to make was that uh, if you're looking for a piece of evidence mm-hmm. that you could hold in your hand and research on your own, Toronto Star has something that there are people living or had lived in the past to 256 years of age. And again, these are what we have for records, and these are the people that wanted to be found. What about the people we you know, don't want to be found, like this particular gentleman? And that's what... All right, so tell me a little bit about some of the other people that you've been able to find, some of the 250-year-old people and uh, some of the 1,000-year-old people. Well, one of the things I was checking to see is where these people lived Mm -hmm. and, you know, kind of a little bit about uh, uh, how accessible I was to be able to get to them or not. Um, The oldest person I could find alive in the North American continent area living at the time was about 150 years of age down in Arizona. Um, again, I haven't confirmed that age yet, but I have a couple of friends, dear friends, that have said that they've seen documentation that says, suggests he's that old. And so then I went looking at uh, uh, Europe, Africa, and Asia, and I did find quite a few uh, people living in about the 250 to 1,000 years of age, and, and even a gentleman possibly 1,500 years of age in the Tibetan uh you know, uh, desert, deserted parts of India and other parts of China. So there's a, a group of people there. Most of them are not too accessible, but there's a few. I didn't really um, go visit them. I was able just to, just to do some um, groundwork on them. And then, uh, one of the things that really, really shocked me when I just started looking at these people was that they were all men and not women, I, which I thought was totally um, contrary to what we've been taught, that women outlive men much longer. And, of course, those people we have on record typically are women. But uh, the people that I was uh, searching for in my research, and again, we talked about Lee Ching Young, who was a gentleman that lived 256 years of age, which is on some record as living that long. And, um, and people, 
about that age group and older are all men, which was a shock. So I started looking for the oldest woman alive, and I found one um, about 160, I believe, 165 of age. She would be right now in India. Uh, did not visit her yet, but uh, according to some rough groundwork, that's what, that's uh, the oldest woman alive today, and she's living there. Um, and, again, they've mostly been scattered in kind of, a, let's say, uh, quiet communities, outskirts of the, the major towns, except for this one particular gentleman who lives in an urban area in the Mediterranean area, which was at the time very accessible to me. So I uh, went ahead and uh, went to visit him, and that's how the, the story began. What's it like? What's it like sitting right across from one of these people talking to them? How does it make you feel, Rob? I can't hear what you're saying. Yeah, I I, I I was asking you how it felt sitting across from one of, one of these people who are so old and have so much rich history within them. How does it make you feel? Apparently, apparently, Exxon, we're having uh, we're having audio problems with this feed uh, with our guest uh, Ben Abba. I'll give you a recap. He's an ex- Ben Abba is an experienced security consultant, and uh, he works for various financial institutions. One day he was using his unique skills in finding fraudsters to locate the oldest people alive. Now, to his shock and amazement, he found several people living amongst us that are over 250 years old and a few that were well over 1,000 years old. But Ben was telling us in this hour that he actually found a person who is, are you ready for this? Over 2,800 years old. Ben, are you with us? Yes, I can hear you just fine now. Okay. Can you hear me okay? Okay, yeah, I can hear you fine, Ben. Um, I, I was just asking, what's it like sitting across from someone who is over 200 years old? Wow, um, the experience is extraordinary. In fact, I just thinking about it, I get goosebumps. Have you ever been near a person or seen a person who you consider like a guru, uh, whether it be a... a uh, a religious person, um, somebody who's well enlightened mm-hmm. being, I would say, and this extraordinary amount of love um, and other um, just feelings. You don't know how to put the uh, words to it, but it's just you just feel in the presence that there are extraordinary beings or people that you've met or have come in contact with versus a few people you may have in your office who you can't wait to get away from that uh, you just when you get near them, you just, you just want to get in and scream and holler and just run away from these people. And so this gentleman is, is in that situation. Um, he is very much an enlightened being uh, of many of many ways, and you also get the sense that he's well protected spiritually. I, I I can't describe it any better than that. It's just like there's there's nothing that he has to fear or needs to fear because of who he is or what he is, and um, I, it's a wonderful feeling that I just found. It was extraordinary to be in the presence of. All right, Ben, please stand by. We've got to take our final break. Ben Adam. Ben Abba is our special guest, www.benabba.com. And we'll be back on the other side of this commercial break as we do our wrap-up of this hour, live and around the world from our studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada, in the X-Zone. Progressive presents Forest Metaphors about bundling your home and auto. 
In sports, three goals is a hat trick. And when you bundle your home and auto with Progressive, you get a hat trick of great savings and round-the-clock protection. So you might be thinking, wait, that's two things. A hat trick is three. But in this metaphor, great savings counts as two goals, and so does round-the-clock protection. So it's like four goals, and that's more than three. It's basic math. Forced Metaphors, presented by Progressive. Bundle and protect today. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Discount not available in all states or situations. Hi, I'm Flo from Progressive. Being a baseball fanatic like me can be stressful. It's not all sports points and touchdowns. So Progressive is going to help you take your mind off your team for a moment. Instead of thinking about how they missed that goal point score, think about the Name Your Price tool from Progressive letting you choose coverage options based on your budget. Unlike your team that missed the end zone net area. Well, anyway, hope this distraction about Progressive's Name Your Price tool was helpful. It sure kept me from thinking about all those penalty balls. Yay, sports! Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Back to the Exxon, everyone. Ben Abba is our special guest, www.benabba.com. He's the author of Secrets of an Immortal, an eyewitness account of 2,800 years of history. First of all, Ben, uh, all I can do is thank you so much for joining us uh, tonight here on the Exxon and for bringing this story to us. Uh, I, you know, What's next in your, in your investigation into this 2,800-year-old person? Well, I'm long overdue in getting the book uh, quite out yet. I'm still in the final editing stages mm-hmm. of the book, and so getting it out and getting, which is a good introduction to this gentleman, some of the highlights of his life, and giving a little bit of pieces of information and some evidence, a bet being circumstantial evidence about his life, uh, getting that out to the world, and then working on um, uh, getting his permission to tell the rest of us some of the story that I haven't been able to tell you, like his uh, some of his more famous names in his past and and some of this, uh, uh, this eyewitness accounts 2,000 years ago, which I think in itself is pretty extraordinary. Uh, it, I just don't have permission at this time. He, he was made it real clear when the last mm-hmm. time I spoke that he didn't want that information out yet, but I'm, I'm making it a life mission to get this permission, so I'll be persistently asking him for it. And and also there's also a, a tremendous amount of information that he has to, to tell mm-hmm. in his story. Tell me, as a, as a security consultant, are you going to ask him for a fingerprint so that you can put him through AFIS? <laughs> well, wouldn't that be a surprise if it actually showed up? Uh, wouldn't it be a surprise? I, surpri- could, I guess it, I could just get a, a, a yes. Wouldn't it be a surprise if you ran him through the uh, the AFIS and he came up as a fraud artist? Well, again, I approached him. He didn't approach me, and, and he's done quite a good job mm-hmm. hiding his identity and not revealing it. So I'm I'm almost uh, 100% certain he's not in that system. But, uh, uh, you know, fingerprints tell a lot more than just uh, 
the criminal background. Exactly. They tell a little bit about your uh, lifestyle, mm-hmm. you know, your lifestyle, your your heritage, and such. So, again, out of curiosity, I will definitely get some more information when I, next time I visit them. You know, because I I believe and I would like to see more evidence because what we have here now is hearsay evidence. There's no physical evidence. There's nothing that can be verified. He can't be authenticated. So right now, it's just a very nice fairy tale. You got it, except for the fact that there's some, as again, as we talk, there are some circumstantial evidence that comes uh-huh. out. Again, I mentioned the gentleman, Lee Ching Young. Okay, uh-huh. doesn't say, this guy is this old, but it does put the possibility that there's somebody 250 years of age or older living among us. And then we go further, and I, I bring out some other pieces of evidence. And I think if I could just sit down one day with you and put out all the circumstantial evidence surrounding this gentleman, it's going to be seen like it's almost impossible that he isn't this old. But you're right. I would love to give you, uh, you know, a, a driver's license, or excuse me, a, a chariot driver's license signed by King David or, or King Solomon and say this is how old he is, but that, that such a document would never exist. It, it couldn't exist. Ben, I want to thank you. Ben, I want to thank you so much for joining us. We have to say so long for now, but you will be back on the show in the near future. So until you and I talk again, thanks very much for joining us. It's been a great pleasure talking to you, and uh, safe travels, no matter where you roam or whomever you meet, no matter how old. Ben Abba has been my guest this hour. www.benabba.com. My name is Rob McConnell. X minus one is up next as the X Zone continues live and around the world from our studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada, on the all-new X Zone Broadcast Network and the Talk Star Radio Network. Progressive presents Forest Metaphors about bundling your home and auto. In sports, three goals is a hat trick. And when you bundle your home and auto with Progressive, you get a hat trick of great savings and round-the-clock protection. So you might be thinking, wait, that's two things. A hat trick is three. But in this metaphor, great savings counts as two goals, and so does round-the-clock protection. So it's like four goals, and that's more than three. It's basic math. Forced Metaphors, presented by Progressive. Bundle and protect today. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Discount not available in all states or situations. Hi, I'm Flo from Progressive. Being a baseball fanatic like me can be stressful. It's not all sports points and touchdowns. So Progressive is going to help you take your mind off your team for a moment. Instead of thinking about how they missed that goal point score, think about the Name Your Price tool from Progressive letting you choose coverage options based on your budget. Unlike your team that missed the end zone net area. Well, anyway, hope this distraction about Progressive's Name Your Price tool was helpful. It sure kept me from thinking about all those penalty balls. Yay, sports! Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.